o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets. Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Friday to our early break listeners out there. I'm Jake Balkovin in for Jake Sorensen, Steve Sipple here as usual. Carrie Cohorn joined us last uh, couple segments ago to break down the Husker basketball in uh, their big game tonight. Lee Sterling will join us right around the corner to give us uh, some predictions on his games and, and some advice to you, maybe if you are thinking about playing some games. But uh, first, we got to get to Jake Sorensen live from Miami as he uh, went to the Dolphins and Ravens last night. Uh, we'll we'll get to that game here in a second. But Jake, why are you awake in Miami right now? Didn't didn't you party all night after the victory? <laughs> Gentlemen, the party never starts. It never stops when you're in Miami. You keep going, right? You don't stop. You wake up. I mean, you, t- you take you take a little break to make you know take a little a nap, and then you just get back up and, and you roll. So that that's what's going on, especially after that game. I mean, come on how how could I how could I just like be calm and and uh, you know and and just to do nothing after that. Yeah, that I, awesome. I got to ask you what I mean. The Dolphins now three and seven after the, the after the win, so not the greatest season, but they did. You know, Baltimore knocks them down a peg, six and three. That was a, a really good win for the Dolphins. Are, are you are you changing course on on where they're going? Tua's back. Uh, do you think that this team can make a late run, or was this a, a good Thursday night? And that's uh, that's one of just a highlight for the season, I suppose. You know, Bach, I sent a tweet out two weeks ago that the Dolphins were 1-7. and seven. I said, watch out, this team's finishing 8-9. And, and as usual, people mocked me and said, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> and that's not going to happen. But, I, you know, look right now. They, they have, they got up next, they got the Jets, who suck. They have the uh, the Panthers. They got the Giants still. They beat the Ravens, probably the second hardest team with their schedule left. So why can't they make a run? Not not going to be a playoff team. It's too late for that. But, um, you know, the defense... The defense finally is playing like they're supposed to. They played well against the Bills and the Texans. They lost the Bills. They they beat the Texans. And last night was just an epic performance all the way around against Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, obviously they're not going to do anything to the playoffs extent, but I I think they can still have a pretty respectable record uh, in some regard. Okay, we're joined by my amigo, Jake Sorensen. (laughs) And and we should really – we should really explain what the hell's going on here. Jake is Jake is in Miami. Uh, actually, uh, he's actually in Miami. That's why he's not hosting the show like he usually does. And where are you? I mean, I'm interested. I'm you know, Jake. Yeah. I'm always interested in your environs. Where are you? I mean, where are you staying? What's the hotel? And has it been good to you? Okay, so I'm actually not in a hotel. I'm actually outside right now because my cousin Elizabeth is sleeping still, but because she should be. Um, yeah. We're staying in a place called Hallandale Beach. It's an Airbnb. Oh, we're about a mile. We're about a mile from the beach. Okay, it's an Airbnb though, uh, kind of like a bungalow here. Yeah, uh, is how I describe it. But uh, so that's that's kind of near Hollywood, Florida, in between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. Oh, yeah. uh, but it's all this. It's all the same area, you know. But oh, yeah. we're Hollywood. Hallandale Beach, a uh, nice little bungalow, but it's a good place. It's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call it a bungalow. What's a, what, what, why do you, why are we calling it a bungalow? <laughs> I, well, 
Well, here's the deal. The houses down here aren't exactly anything special uh, uh-huh. in terms of where you're at by the beach. They just, they just, if, you're, if you're by the beach, you just want to have a place you can reside in as well. I just kind of see it with my eyes. Um, so these houses aren't very big. Right. The house, the house is attached to, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's part of another, it's, it's part of a house. It's kind of like a, a guest, okay. um, you know, a guest, a guest area, but it's not very big. We got a bed, we got a, got a bathroom. Um, I'm outside on the, on the tiny patio right now. Uh-huh. Um, but it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, it is, if, if you had to envision what a bungalow is, yeah. then you, you'd have this right here. Okay. This is what it is. Okay. I like it. Now, have you guys been to the beach? Have you got, is it swimming? Can you swim right now? Yeah. Uh, it went yesterday to the beach and, uh, pretty windy. The tide was very high. Cool. Uh, cool. I, say, I think I probably would have been swallowed in the water if I had gone into it, but <laughs> you I gotta, did, you gotta know, battle I put that. my legs in there. Yeah, yeah. I put my legs in there, but if I tried to swim, I think you might not see me again yesterday. Uh, with the tide, the way it was, but Today, it feels a little calmer so far, so there's a chance, but uh might be a little rain, but nothing right now so far. But I, I think you will, I think you hear reports of me going into the water at some point. Yeah, here's the deal. Here's the mindset you got to be in, okay? When me and Drix went to the Caribbean, we experienced those high tides, and I'd always tell her, you have to embrace the violence of the sea. You have to... <laughs> I would always, I would, I would always say, I'm going in there to tame the sea. You gotta have that. You gotta have that sort of. Mindset. You're the man. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> oh, you can make it work. You gotta embrace that violent, the violence of the water coming in. I, I think the people that go with that mindset usually don't come back. I came back. I'm here. Mindset. Here I am, Jake. All right, let's keep well, talking about Miami. I said, I, I said usually, not always. Yeah, yeah, usually. yeah, yeah. Well, we we got to know what what is the plan for tonight in Miami, and uh, and how, are you going to sneak uh, sneak your BTN Plus viewing pleasure in tonight and try to have the Husker game on your phone as well? Well, I think I'm actually getting dinner with uh, your next guest, our good man Lee Sterling. Oh, he got me the ticket last night. And by the way, shout out Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. What what an epic night that he provided with that with those seats. Just incredible. Um, so I think we're getting some seafood with Lee and his wife. Oh, wow. um, other than that. I think we're going to maybe to Fort Lauderdale and Los Olas Boulevard today. Might be going. I think we're going down to Miami, South, uh, Miami Beach tomorrow. Um, it's still kind of up in the air. We didn't really have any plan, anything planned beyond the Dolphins game, so that's kind of the cool part. Just uh, winging it today. But I think yeah. we're getting dinner with Lee, and uh, I I, uh, I thank him for everything he did for us for getting the ticket. It was, it was. I mean, I was at the fifty yard line, fifteen rows up last night. Oh my nice. God! God, so, I mean, and, yeah. and I and here's the deal. You guys love this. Uh, Sip knows more than anybody that I I love heckling uh, fans. <laughs> and, and, uh, oh no! And so well, here we go. Here we yeah, go. These, yeah, yeah. These seats were right in the middle of like the Raven section. Like, yeah, I was in, I was the opposing sideline. Nice. of the Dolphins' fifty yard line, but okay. this is a bunch of Ravens. So, I'm like, this is where I belong. This is where I need to be. <laughs> And, and how did that go, uh, yeah, Jake? I was I was loud. I was loud. <laughs> and if you can tell, my voice is a little bit raspy. But well, I just I just call this preparation for the Creighton game next Tuesday. <laughs> well, you better watch out; those NFL fans will fight back. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, nobody fought me. Um, you know, I, you know the, the problem with these Dolphins games and these NFL games is when you get to the three hundred level. That's when they get really oh crazy. yeah feisty and crazy because the beers are flowing like crazy up there. I mean, I, I, mean, I had beers, but. There's there is nothing close to a fight. Just me 
really uh, making my presence felt. Joined by Jake Sorensen. Joined by Jake Sorensen from Miami. Now, I got a question. How does Elizabeth handle it when you're jawing with other fans? Well, I got to tell a quick story because even, even in a Dolphins win, I think I kind of lose, and this is why. Um, if, if you ever been to a sporting event with me, I get a little bit physical when when things get good. Yeah, <laughs> I get excited yeah. at the game. Yeah, uh, my buddy, my buddy Seth can tell you that the most. I, mm-hmm. He has a lot of welts in his arm for me punching him right. during big plays. Right, but I didn't punch him last <laughs> last, <laughs> last, last night. If you guys were watching the game, Xavier Howard. Uh, recovers a fumble and goes 45 yards for a touchdown for the Dolphins to take a 15 to three lead, and naturally I'm losing my mind because oh my gosh we're going to beat the Ravens. Right, um, right. So, yeah. but and so I come in, I bring I bring him in for a big hug, and I you know try to find other fans to high five, and, and you know, and, but apparently when I did this, I I brought I hugged her too hard. I might I might have like got. I might have hurt her jaw somehow. Jeez. I feel terrible, but it's like even when I win and the game is fun, I find a way to lose. What still. happened so to her jaw? She wasn't she wasn't thrilled about that. I'm hoping the jaw is still not you know is okay. But I'm not even sure how I got my jaw up, or my shoulder up into her jaw. Yeah, watch moment. out for the but, hugs from Swanson even. He's a bony yeah, guy. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, listen, if you go to a game with me, I'm, I'm fun, but I'm also, you, you, you might end up injured somehow. <laughs> yeah, you got to get ready for that. Yeah, you got to be prepared. Yeah. It's funny because I asked you before you left how excited you were to see Lamar Jackson and you brush it off. You don't care at all. You're there to see the Dolphins. But there is something special about going to see LeBron James or, you know, th- those type of big-time athletes, a former MVP. Did that do anything for you or were you still more excited to see Tua? I was excited to see the Dolphins kick their butt, which they did. Uh, Lamar Jackson played like crap last night, mostly because the Dolphins' defense said, we don't trust you to throw the deep ball because you can't throw it. Uh-huh. You can't. Uh-huh. Um, so they said, we're going to blitz everybody. We're going to bring it at you. And he was never comfortable. So I was happy to see that. I mean, it was fun to watch. The Ravens don't really have an exciting guy besides him. You know, you think about that roster. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they don't have a guy like, like Suggs anymore. They don't have, um, you know, those guys the past that were, that were terrifying. They, they don't have anybody on offense besides Lamar that scares you. So, it's just—it's such a weird story. The Dolphins continue to try to not play two as much as they can, and they were forced to last night when Brissett got hurt because Brissett is just hot garbage. Um, oh, wow. It's terrible. But he gets hurt. His leg hurts his leg. And two of the first couple of drives was bad. And I, they, they said after the game that he had he had zero reps with the first team in the practice leading up to the game because wow. he wasn't going to play with a finger injury. So makes sense he has – a rough start and then he figures it out and you know that 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 was a signature moment for Tua so whether you're in Tua camp Tua's camp or not if you believe in him um he just got a big win on primetime television in a relief spot so I think that's the big story from last night uh and the Dolphins defense but yeah I mean in terms of who I was excited to see you know want to see the Dolphins and it's just it just really clarified to me that there's nobody on the Ravens that's really scary beyond Lamar Jackson, who, when he's off, like he was last night, the Ravens aren't very good. Jake Sorensen joins us from Miami. Okay, Jake, uh, one last thing, and we'll okay. let you get back to your vacation. What was Thank it like you. the tail? <laughs> You're welcome. What's the tailgating like? How was the scene? Did you like? Did you like the scene at Hard Rock Stadium? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. So, so we get there. I I got there really early because 
I want to experience the whole thing as much as possible. Right. But I, I feel like Memorial Stadium could take note, but, but the problem is they don't really have the chance with the way the parking is there. The only chance is, is, is in that lot to the west or the east of the stadium. But if yeah, you yeah. go to the Dolphins game, I mean, they it is just seriously back-to-back. There's no space in between these tailgates. It, was, it is a party down there. Yeah. Rose, yeah. There are rows of Dolphins fans and, and, you know, and Ravens fans out there, and it is seriously, it is just you know, shoulder to shoulder with these tents that they have up. And I, I, I saw so much hard alcohol last night. I'm, I'm, I don't know where the heck I was at in that game. Uh, but there, it, obviously you'd expect the cuisine to be pretty good. We, we didn't get, you know, any food from that. Um, and we didn't know, we didn't drink any of beer at all. But I was just kind of walk, walking up the aisles. And it was like, wow, you <laughs> there's just there's thousands of people here just having a good time. So Miami is a party town. Yep. And they bring that atmosphere to... The tailgate, I, I tell you what, I'm not encouraging people. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair and two to four months and both are available from roman for just a dollar a day just complete a free online visit roman connects you to a u.s licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan then roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging not just once but every month so guys are you roman ready for a thicker fuller head of hair go to row.co slash regrow do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. If you're not a Dolphins fan, to go, I mean, if you're if you're a team, a fan of a team that's you know playing at Miami, I would encourage you to try to make that trip because the atmosphere at the game is just fun. It's just always kind of club music. Like pe- pe- people are always up and dancing, and um, that was fun. It was a really fun time. So. Good to get a win, and uh, yeah, I encourage you if you have the chance to get down here to to go watch a game. But I, I'll end with this: though. I, I I'm glad that the Dolphins won because I, there was a there were so many there were so many Ravens fans here, wow. so many Baltimore fans. Really? It was crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, you guys got this great weather. You you already got the win in that regard. You don't need a win in the football field. So take your one win of the weather. And let the Dolphins have our win on the field. That's what happened. <laughs> that's Jake, how this that's, works. That's I a, make the rules here. That's how this works. <laughs> that's an amazingly good report from Miami. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, you sorts. And I would, I would say probably that that's probably a destination most fans, you know, opposing fans would want to go. You know, you look down the the NFL schedule. Should we go to Buffalo or Miami this year? What do you? Uh, you yeah, know? that looks pretty easy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think I think maybe you want to make that trip. But uh, yeah, sorts. And I, I think we're uh, we're gonna let you go. But thanks for the live report from Miami. Have fun and don't get too depressed when you're coming back to Lincoln. I won't be depressed. I'm, home, I'm coming up with a big win. So we're oh, there you go. Yeah, back to the bungalow. <laughs> yeah, back to the bungalow. Tell me as early as I say hello, and I'll see you tonight. All right, All right. God bless. All right, hug easy out there, Sorensen. Hug easy. <laughs> wow, that was a good report. Yeah, it was. To, to, to summarize, he's staying in a bungalow. He did. He, uh, I didn't know Elizabeth went with him, so Elizabeth, his wife, went with him, staying in a bungalow close to the beach. Hollandale, it sounds like, close to Hollandale, yeah, Hollywood. Florida. Did he say Hollywood or well, Hollandale? Well, he said ho- he's, it's Hollandale. Hollandale and Hollywood are down there. Right, yeah. Um, so it's, it's probably the similar area. 
The Dolphins won 22 to 10 last night, and Jake hugged his wife so hard he hurt her. He hurt Elizabeth's jaw. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great thing. Yes, he's had yeah. a great trip. I will. I'm, I'd, I've still said I haven't been to Miami. I'd love to go to Miami eventually, and maybe even it's Dolphins game. Yeah. I've been there a couple times when when we covered the Orange Bowl um, in '98. Um, was it 90? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 no. They played in the Orange Bowl in 98 against Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, it might have been the Miami. That back then, Bach, they would send, Nebraska would practice for two weeks down there. So I was down there oh, for like yeah. 15 days. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of awesome. I ran out of clothes. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it was bizarre. I swam, I did swim in the ocean quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, fun. That's a little bit better than the, uh, you know, that's around January. It's getting out of the the cold of Lincoln. Oh, it, was, it was bizarre. Yeah, it was nice. It was sort of bizarre, though, to be there. <laughs> I felt like I could vote. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, you stayed yeah. there long enough. I did. I do. Sometimes I get that. Just yeah, you know, I love Lincoln and, and everything it, that offer, offers you, and it's home. But you know, I think no matter where you are, when once you go to vacation and then you get back home, there's just that first day of like, well, here we are again. I, I guess. Uh, well, come on, guess Bach. Done. Come on, Bach. <laughs> Good old Lincoln. Just... I guess I can go downtown again and <laughs> limited options. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no beach. <laughs> no, it's Capital Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man-made lakes are as I my gotcha. favorite uh, things to go. All right, well, back. thanks to Jake. What else is on your mind? Uh, well, before we get to Lee Sterling, I did want to break down some of the Big Ten games for please, me uh, please, this week and, and kind of try to think about what we what we have moving forward here. There's a few good ones, uh, but we'll start with the bad ones. How about Rutgers and Indiana? Uh, this one, uh, Indiana favored by seven uh, in the home team. Have yet to have a Big Ten win, but their best chance probably here against Rutgers. Are, are you going to watch that game? Are you are you fascinated by the winner? Am I, I going to watch that game? <laughs> yeah. Only if someone... It's the bye week. It's... Only someone duct tapes me to my recliner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, no. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's gotcha. probably a big no. Yeah. No, well, I'm not going to watch Rutgers-Indiana under any circumstance. <laughs> you have any feeling? Yeah. Well, the, Nebraska's going to play. I think they got Indiana next year. I know they have if Rutgers. the choice is cleaning my gutters and watching <laughs> Rutgers-Indiana, I'll gladly clean my gutters. All right. That's a pretty good breakdown. <laughs> yeah. That's about my feeling, too. <laughs> All right. What else we got? What else we got? Let's see. Let's the next worst game. I'm trying to do the, from the worst to best. Northwestern at number 18, Wisconsin. Of course, important for Wisconsin. Coming off their beatdown victory, 52-3 uh, to three over that Rutgers team. Northwestern probably won't fare much better, but it's a warm-up for the Badgers for Nebraska. Northwestern, Wisconsin? Yeah. Okay. Well. Camp well, Randall Stadium. Okay. How many points will Northwestern <laughs> score in this game? Three Maybe or zero. Three, three, yeah, or, three zero. or zero is the question. I mean, Wisconsin I'm, favored by yeah. 24 and a half, and I'm not even sure their offense averages 24 and a half. I'm serious. Will Northwestern <laughs> score in this game? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I A field goal. I'll give them a yeah. field goal. So the game, you're looking at a score like probably 30 to three. How about yeah. that? 30 to three. Wisconsin's defense is on absolute fire, and Nebraska's. Got two weeks to prepare for it. We all know Scott Frost's uh, record entering and leaving bye weeks, but now that game I would watch as a as Wisconsin a scout. and Northwestern. Yeah, yeah. scout. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's the next worst game. There. Let's go to uh, number seven, Michigan State and Maryland. Of course, uh, we talked about uh, Talula's older brother, uh, uh, Tagovailoa's older brother, uh, when we we're talking about Tua there with the Dolphins. Uh, do you think he's got a chance to pull off some magic in a top ten upset against Michigan State? Is it, it is in Spartan Stadium? I, I thought 
Maryland had it, would would upset Penn State last night, and I was horribly wrong. Yeah. So I'm not going to make that mistake twice. I thought Maryland might find a little something late in the season. I don't see it. Um, I think Michigan State will come back from its loss with a resound with a pretty resounding win. I'd say like 31 to 14 type. Yeah, I could see him getting some space there in the fourth quarter, third quarter type of thing. Uh, Maryland has not played close to any of the teams that are halfway decent on their schedule. Um, they uh, they are one one win away from a bowl game, and they have. Michigan and Rutgers left after Michigan State, so they, they might be able to beat Could Rutgers get to and get to a bowl game. game. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they don't have an impressive victory, except for that opening week victory against West Virginia. But uh, West Virginia is not all that great either. Uh, let's head to the uh, let's head to Iowa City for the Floyd of Rosedale game. I finally decided I was, I was considering making the four-and-a-half-hour drive. Really? Yeah, I, I've decided against it, though, this game. I was, I was thinking about it a few weeks ago when Iowa was like, you know, number nine or whatever, and Minnesota was number twenty. Now it's kind of fallen off. The, the whole you, the you considered. Board. I wonder how, like, if back when you were thinking about it, what would the ticket price have been? Oh, I've been, I've still been looking. I, I just decided yesterday I'm not going to do it. I, I do want to make it to an Iowa game. I've never been. I think it's a cool environment, and the Florida Rosedale is my favorite trophy game in uh, college football. That's a little on the quirky side. Yeah, I'm kind of a football nerd there. And in the, in hey, hold on, on Minnesota Iowa is a big game. It is. It's uh, and in the Florida Rosedale Trophy is awesome. Do you like the big pig they play? Yes, for? I do. Yeah, the ninety-eight pound pig. It's yeah. awesome. Um, but the tickets—that's part of the reason why I didn't want to go—is the the Iowa Minnesota ticket prices didn't go down as much as I thought they would, considering the level of the game went down. It was around like seventy bucks. Now you can get in for about thirty-five. You know, you're paying like twenty dollars as well for taxes if it's on the secondary market. It's not really the price of the tickets that hold me back. It's the drive. <laughs> That's what the you know the the old Big Twelve. If it was a three hour drive, I'd probably go four and a half hours. That's nine hours total. Uh, would you take know. your wife on that trip? Yeah, my wife loves would love to go. Well, that would be, wouldn't that be fun? I mean, you could listen to games on the way. I think that would be fun. Yeah, maybe I'll still do God it. Probably damn. not, but. I mean, I I wish you would almost. I'd like to hear what it's like. <laughs> well, I might do it then. I, I I've got a babysitter in place. I this that's how close I was to going, but. I just don't know. It's a huge game. It's still a huge game. Yeah, they are both on top of the division, but they're both floundering on offense. That's the other thing. It'll probably be like 9-6 to because Minnesota only scored six last week against Illinois. Iowa, in a win, scored 17 against Northwestern. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota in this game. I was favored by five. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota. Yeah, I don't And I don't it. have any real great reason for it. I mean, I just... I guess the best reason is that Iowa's so impotent yeah. on offense. Not, not that Minnesota lights it up, but no. I, I just think they have a better chance of scoring 17 and winning like a 17-10 to 10 game. It's going to be close. Iowa's won the last seven for what it's worth in that series, so mm. it's, uh, it's one-sided at yeah, this time. Fleck, Fleck will. Oh, my God, he'll pull out all the stops to try to end that slide. Yeah, either way, both uh, a good season for both those teams, and they're just hard to watch offensively. Uh, let's go to uh, – let's see, see what else is there. I think we've hit all the other the, – the undercard, I guess, for the Big Ten week. Then there's there's two big ones in the Big Ten. First at 230, number four, Ohio State uh, will host the Purdue Spoiler Makers, as they're being called by every single person across the nation. <laughs> and uh, Purdue, but but Purdue does have two top five victories going for their third one. Going to be a little bit more difficult to do it at uh, at the big house, as uh, James Franklin calls it, but more better known as the horseshoe. Yeah, I 
I, of course, you, you think Ohio State's going to win the game. Um, but, but think about it, Bach. Where can you exploit Ohio State? Ohio State's defense is really strong up front. They're front four. But when you get to the when you get to the back seven, it gets pretty ordinary. Yeah, it does. And what does Purdue do? I mean, they they'll throw the ball now, not throw the ball down the field a lot, but they can exploit Ohio State's linebackers and secondary. They know how to do it. Um, and Brahms Brahms seems to have found a groove with this offense. Aiden O'Connell, Bell, the good tight end whose name's escaping me. You know, they have yeah. they have a good cast of characters. I bet they make it interesting. And the, gosh dang, the more I talk about it, Purdue has a real defense now. They'll make it interesting. Maybe not quite as interesting as Nebraska did, but they'll make it interesting and probably lose. How about something like thirty-five to twenty? Well, you haven't thirty-five to twenty, so not quite like not th- quite as interesting. Not, not quite as interesting as Nebraska. Now the spread is twenty one for Ohio State. That's a big, that's a spread. big spread for. I think that's a little disrespectful to Purdue. Yeah. David Bell might be the best receiver in that game, and that's saying a lot. Ohio State oh, has on. three no. great receivers. Oh no, no, no! Is Garrett? No, he's not better than Garrett Wilson. I don't know if he's better than Alave. You think he's better than Alave? I don't know if he's better than <laughs> Smith and Jigba after last week. Yeah, <laughs> but he's pretty darn good. Is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Bell's, yeah, Bell's good. But we might have just said three guys are better than. Yeah, Bell. yeah, yeah. Now, I, but I, David I, Bell, re- really good. Receiver. Oh, he's a beautiful receiver. Oh yeah. He so he'll give him a shot at least to to, to play in that game. And then the the one that I, I think people expect to be a little bit closer, number six Michigan at Penn State. Now Penn State is going to have a wideout. They don't. Typically lose wideout games at Beaver Stadium. Uh, they're they're full strength. They're six and three on the year, but probably wouldn't have two of those losses if Sean Clifford was full, fully healthy for those games. Now he's healthy, and Michigan, of course, uh, hanging on to the, their playoff hopes. They have a chance as long as they can stay with that one loss going up against Ohio State. Uh, still some work to be done, but this is the first one. How do you see this game going? I like Michigan a lot in this game. Not not really? to, not that I think they're going to pull away. But who if you if you're sizing up a game and one team runs the ball much better than the other in the Big Ten, Michigan runs it much better. Oh, yeah. yeah, Michigan runs it much better than Penn State. I think Penn State will have trouble running against that Michigan very, very tough front four, front seven. I like Michigan to win an ugly game. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I'll probably be one dimensional. Uh I've been I've been going back and forth all the way, but now that you bring that up, yeah, I mean that you got to give Michigan the, the edge because of the rushing game. Penn State's going to be one-dimensional probably in that one. Uh, but uh, we, we uh, did our little preview there. It's a little bit of a preview for some of Lee Sterling's picks. Man was 5-0 and last week. Let's give him Hello. some respect and let's Hello. listen to him as he comes and makes these picks here around the break. That's next year on Early Break with Sip and Jake on 93.7 The Ticket.